Are we, we're not singing another song again. <laughs> Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take, take a, a look. look. It's in, in a book. book. Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. Welcome to Products of Grace, a podcast by Mercy Hill Church. My name is Lawson Harlow. And with me today, I have Don Terrell and Blake McCullough. So, Don, what are we doing today? So today, <laughs> after we sing a couple silly yeah. songs, well, the lyrics in that song is like they're so misleading. Like, no wonder the world's messed up. Like, you can't be whatever you, you want to be. Can't be. You can't go anywhere. There are limits. You can't fly twice as high than a butterfly. Wait, isn't the point in a book? It is in a like, book. Imagination, Don. But so <laughs> we have a big announcement. So middle <laughs> middle of sermon review this past Sunday in the pastor's parlor, Lawson stops and says, "Y'all got a big announcement." <laughs> <laughs> like, so the same thing he just he was just trolled. He's like, "I have no idea what you're doing." <laughs> we both Blake and I both stopped. We're like, "Okay," and he goes, "I made a 98 on my research paper." <laughs> <laughs> just sat there. I was like, "What do you say to a grown man?" <laughs> I go. We're proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, Lawson, did you put it up on the refrigerator? No, uh, everything's digital. Oh. I know. Well, Dang. technically, it's now on the Products of Grace refrigerator. That's true. It is. <laughs> yeah. Meme this man. May, make yeah. memes about how <laughs> yeah, just a grown man puts his <laughs> research paper grades on the refrigerator. Guaranteed I will have at least three memes by Friday afternoon. Yeah, and this you should. Mm. We're grateful for your ministries. Yeah, so mm. this week, our very own Drew Thomas is currently at band camp. True. <laughs> Sovereign <laughs> Grace band camp. <laughs> it's actually an intensive yeah. with Bob Coughlin and the mm. Sovereign Grace team. This really is a big deal. It is a big, it's a big deal. deal. It's a big deal. So he, because he probably wouldn't are you going to give like a bunch of information about how this whole thing came about? No, 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 no. Go for well, it. Well, it's really cool you, because you a ton of different people apply for this. And so like you have a pastoral recommendation, you have all these different things. And, and so he's like one of 15 people that were selected for this. Yeah. Shout out. So that's, you know, that's just worldwide. And, worldwide. Yeah. I mean, Andy it's is, legit like a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. He, he, he texted me today. He said, yeah, I got to be at Bob's house. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like first name basis. So, what do you think right. Drew goes with to like get on the inside with Bob? Like, what do you think that? What do you think the go to? I don't is? know. I don't you know. know. Like, a, a, like a barbecue recipe. Definitely. Drew's a magician. Like something. Some he's like eating he a rib, and he's like, "Let me tell you what I do." <laughs> he like, and Bob just locks in, and then they're best friends well, from here. Well, on that's out. The he's whole gonna, like bringing them like a leather pouch on the inside. <laughs> the running, be like a brisket. He's the like, running joke is that at Drew's funeral, <laughs> it's in his pocket. <laughs> the running joke is that Drew, Drew's funeral, you're gonna have a bunch of people there, and they're gonna like if we were to do testimonies, like, "Yeah, Drew is my best friend." And there's gonna <laughs> like, be like seven thousand people. Breakout. It's like, no, no. He was lying to you. I'll fight you. Uh, I'm actually enjoying uh, knowing how hard he's going to laugh when he listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) To know that your own funeral of Brawl breaks out. He's going to blush and then he's going to be like just rolling. Okay. Anyway. All right. So uh, a little bit more self-aggrandizement. Mercy Hill, with the help of Drew's leadership, have written three songs. Lawson, did you know this? (laughs) I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Awesome. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> Weird. And I say self-aggrandizement. 
Am I even enunciating that right? That I doesn't don't know. sound right. Anyways, last time I was like, man, people need to know, man. Dream. People need to know that like Mercy Hill has written songs, like, and we're singing them. And he goes, he goes, well, you were there, but they weren't. <laughs> I know, man. I'm terrible about like getting the word out. What do you say about? I'm, I struggle with self promotion. <laughs> self promotion. <laughs> it feels bad. It feels so bad to me. Like right now, I'm actually really uncomfortable. So I, uh, I got <laughs> like actually tense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, he's like closing in on he's himself. Like, Get me out of here. He's like someone shroud yeah. me in burlap. <laughs> burlap. Oh, wait, it just seems like your comfort color. No, <laughs> I'm so glad Beth doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> so good. What was I saying? Oh, so anyways, like I got copies of the three songs because the three songs have been recorded. Yes, yeah. but they have not been edited. It doesn't yet. matter. It does matter. It's all about narrative. Oh. We need the people we heard clamoring, them. beating down the door. Yeah. For copies of these songs because they are awesome. And we got mm. two more really good ones, I think, coming out real soon. So I was playing them for Julie. I was like, listen to this. Like, how awesome is this? And she's like, she gets to the last one and she goes, they wrote that? <laughs> I knew about the other two, but that one I had, I thought we were like singing somebody's like professionally written song. I was like, ouch. Oh, nope. That's professionally us. written. It I mean, they're all professional, written. but to not know I'm a professional, God, okay. she'll fight you, brothers. We are not professional. <laughs> Great book, helpful. <laughs> One of the few books that Piper wrote that's not the same thing over and over again every chapter. All we right. are a professional. Outfit. It's true. We are a professional outfit, <laughs> definitely. All right, so I say all this to say, this past Sunday, Mike B has been sick. Mike B, for those who don't know that, oh, uh, sorry, know him. Okay. He plays the piano. Yeah keyboard he's popping off he's on the ivories he was he, he was, was popping dude off. did anybody else notice oh, of course did he stand I up, at up one point? i looked up and he was hammering that oh, little pedal and, and i was like uh, uh-oh this man may stand up and start playing with his heel don was like give me a tambourine <laughs> so I I know, that's what i said you stole my joke i told julie at the house i go we talked about it, I go, it was blessing me i just locked in on him i started grooving and i said she goes you were looking for the tambourine right uh, I can like, i tell you yeah. the funniest thing that i've done recently that almost nobody caught because if you would have laughed at it in the moment it would have been really immodest <laughs> I was reading the Psalms, and it said, and it said tambourine. I straight up yes. said trombone. <laughs> what? No, you said I trombone. I said, I no, said trombone. in your mind, I heard tambourine, and I was like, "Yeah." No, tambourine was there. I said trump. I promise, I said trombone. We need to go back. Do we record that part? No, we don't record we that don't. part. I Praise heard Lord tambourine. The- Tambourine's there. I heard you say tambourine. Yeah, I said trombone. I don't think you did. I'm telling you, I said because I, I, I like I said it, and I had to like. <laughs> fix myself like what did it say like it. shake the trombone no it just said it's like bring the tambourine oh yeah bring, yeah, yeah, yeah bring the trombone all right so here's my question instrument didn't exist in the new heaven and new earth will there be singing and dancing yes yeah yeah there will be <laughs> why don't we sing and dance here what why don't we sing and dance here oh because there we do sing I, we, we I sing sway. loudly I you sway. Get my tap. no you do not I get my Don does not sway. he has a copyrighted move um, and it's actually hilarious because everybody knows it. Look, I was at a, I was at a church member's house the other day, and I said I, we were just talking about. I think we were talking about how unique that day uh, the music was. It was just a joy to worship, and I, and they said. And Don's sway, and I'm telling you, everybody can mimic it perfectly. You got a foot tap with hands in pocket with the forward sway. Yep, yep. yep. Y'all just wait till you see me in the glorified body. 
I'm going to avoid you in heaven. I told Darren, I go, hey, man, come look me up in the new heaven, new earth, because I'm going to be in like that tambourine. Like I'm going to put a thousand years in on it easy. (laughs) (laughs) I have mastered the rainbow. (laughs) I'm going to have a whole group. (laughs) All right. Um, So we debated baloney this week. Speaking of new heaven and new earth. Yeah. Mm. Will it be in the new heaven, new earth? I, I still yes. am. I still am a believer that animal death is not a moral evil. So I don't Preach. understand why I won't eat steak. What do you think, Blake? I mean, bologna is a far cry from steak. But all the stuff that you why need do we is call there? it steak cut bologna? Like, these are these steak, things are right? two total opposites. Like it. I'm gonna be real with you right now. I really want a bologna sandwich. I have not My had a bologna sandwich since fourth grade. Barbecue bologna sandwiches Ooh, in the uh, in the in concession the aluminum stand. foil pack. What? Like was it Wrapped all in aluminum foil? stuck in the aluminum foil? It was just ready, or they made them and put them on a plate. It was like grilled wow. at a football game. Wow. It was like the thing. Everyone mm. got it. All right, so here's my question: How do you like your bologna? I haven't had a bologna sandwich since fourth grade. Could you not? Fried. What? And I think about it often. I, I, what? The last bologna. It's I really had, cheap. Lost the last bologna. Uh, any type I had was barbecue. Was just a barbecue bologna at Memphis Barbecue Festival. That was. A, I've I not had a bologna away. sandwich since fourth grade. I kid you not. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. He I guess my mom cancer. stopped loving me. We used to do this thing called space food. This is the best way to eat bologna sandwich. My grandmother, in, not invented it, but she <laughs> was the one who I was like, oh, tell me more. No, but it was, it's, so it's bologna on the bottom, mashed potatoes. No, sir. And cheese on top of that. And you put it in the oven and bake it. I'm telling you, it's Holy still. Holy moly. We called it space food. And it was what? Amazing. Space food. Hey, it. It's called pork Tribe. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's what a casserole is. A casserole is. I we spam bro, let's throw everything up. in one dish. I ate spam. Spam was a normal thing at my house. Uh, Vienna sausages were normal at our yeah, house. Same for me. Hot we, sauce, Vienna sausages. Was what, about, what about hot sauce meat? What? You That's not real. This? Is that S-A-U-S? It's a, what yes, is it? it's S-A-U-S. S-A, I've it's, seen it. It's, never had it's it. like they take every part of the pig's face and head, <laughs> cook it, oh, yeah, yeah, pour yeah, it yeah, into yeah, a yeah. mold, season it. Yes. So it's like bologna without going through the grinder. Don't they often call it head cheese? It's head cheese. Head cheese, I yeah. love it. What? Yes. <laughs> Hot sauce. It's like- Head cheese? Head yeah, cheese. Head cheese. Yeah. A buddy of mine, we were hanging out one night and he put a piece on the grill. It just evaporated. There's nothing. It's literally it's all just, collagen it's just, and fat. Yeah, it's disgusting. Uh, that actually made me nauseous. I know longer uh, one baloney. <laughs> That's so gross. All right. So what are we doing today? Today we tackle Christianisms. Uh, the Christian cliches. Uh, are you ready for this? I'm, I'm actually ready. super pumped by this. Yeah, we know. Yeah, Austin right. texts us a new one like every twelve yeah. hours. That's because everybody, I, everybody <laughs> didn't sleep last night. It was like Christmas morning. With, everybody I've been with, I've asked, "Hey, what's a Christianism you hate?" Oh, yeah, and I, right. I, everybody's got one. The right. the norms. This one we should open up the phone lines. Yeah, um, <laughs> bring, bring. we're taking callers. <laughs> You're live on POG five two five one POG. Did y'all did y'all know that I was a radio show host? What? Seriously? Yeah. Sorry, I just thought Other about than this. right now? 92.3 The Point. Wow. Yep, Grenada, Mississippi. Wow. All right. Good How times. often? What did you play? Every Saturday night, it was a two-hour uh, two hour radio <sighs> show. Was country? This or? Guy. It was Christian. This yeah, guy. it was. Yeah, it was. Casting Grounds. What was the name of, what was the, name of the show? The Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> and now for a reading of The Pilgrim's Progress. <laughs> Bro, that was before that time. <laughs> All right. So with that, gentlemen... 
You can't do it. What is it? Oh, I'm pumped about this one. Let's burn all this baloney. <laughs> all right. All right. That's my favorite you've done yeah. so far. Yeah. yeah. All right. So a bunch of baloney is falsehoods, nonsense, or foolishness. Baloney, in this sense, might have originated from the word blarney, which oh, means flattering or nonsensical talk. More usually, it refers to baloney sausage. Which is blended from different meats, therefore implying content of inferior, I love this word, or dubious quality. <laughs> <laughs> I love that etymology is a character on our show. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, etymology. All right, so this all got started conversationally between the three of us from an encounter that I had at the grocery store. So I don't I, even remember it's this. It's been so long. Yeah, I don't remember been, this. So it's been, this, I have this to be careful because I don't want people thinking that I always think in podcasts, although that I do. <laughs> you say thinking it. that everything yeah. that they're saying to me may come up on this show, Though which they, it possibly yeah. might. <laughs> you don't want people thinking true things. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> if it happens, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so I bump into a guy that I had not seen in a long time, and uh, he was telling me about... Um, something. Something and someone. Yeah. And was like... Oh, I remember this now. You remember this? Yeah, I remember this now. It was like, um, my kids aren't living for the Lord right now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is that? You know, things like like strike you, and you're like, I don't even know. What, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we, like, what biblical category do I have to put that? I mean, obviously, pray for them. I was like, yes, yeah, certainly I will. But it's like, should it should it be I have them under church discipline, or I'm treating them as if they are an unbeliever? And so we need to pray for their repentance and maybe even up into including faith. Mm. You know, it's like, so we're having, so I was like, why, like, why do we, like, why does that happen? Is it, and this is all in a text, I text y'all, is it a softening of terms to ease my own conscience as a parent as to the state of their position in relationship to God's judgment? Mm -hmm. Why are you shaking your head? Yes, Because it is. That or just like a statement on your own parenting. Yeah. Like you don't want to admit mm. that something went wrong. Yeah. Even though, I mean, everyone's responsible for their own soul, right? Yeah. Like, like and, I, day, and I know the people he's talking about, and it's like they have not been in church, you know, yeah. for years upon years upon years. Right. Um, well, so, I still, I mean, in the same category, it's like I have people all the time that are like, yeah, they know the Lord, but, and there's then there's this, they haven't, there's there's no evidence of that, right? No fruit of that. But we right. still just want to make sure that people are inside that category of, well, they know the Lord. And it's like, well, if there's no yeah. evidence of that, then why are we so hesitant to say it doesn't seem like they know the Lord? Right. Yeah, I always, I heard at a youth camp one time, it stuck with me, uh, being a Christian is like getting hit by a semi-truck. Yeah. And like if, if you say you got hit by a semi-truck and you don't look like you got hit by a semi-truck, like you're either just lying or uh-huh. crazy. Uh-huh. You know, it's like yeah, being a Christian like has certain things that come along with it. Yeah, like being at church. Being I'm not church, trying to come yeah. from like a fundamental like legalist perspective, no. but there ought to be like that ought to be it. It is a clear base marker level. Yeah, clear yeah. marker probably at the core like a clear marker. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So in this text, I said I point my power ring to the sky. And call on the POG research team. 
But here's the research that we have accumulated <laughs> over months of research. Yeah, over months of research. And I How, said, "What was the date of this? How long I don't was know, this? I don't have it. Okay. I'd have to toggle, and then we. Get I'm, lost. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chapters me. Every I'm month. sorry. I was just curious. <laughs> he didn't even have my mic plugged up when I got here. <laughs> <laughs> Saboteur. <laughs> Saboteur. All right. So I said, "Am I on to something here? Are there more Christianisms? It's like steak cut baloney." <laughs> So here's the Maloney, yes. (laughs) That was the the text. So here's one. Actually, let's use the easy ones first. Okay. Let me look to the ones you just sent me. Yeah. So the ones you sent me today, Lawson, is... I don't know if I added them. Oh, here it is. All right. So I put, these will likely get thicker and thicker. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So they're a range. I love it. Like, <laughs> they're range appreciates the weaving <laughs> yeah, yeah. of randomness. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. steak cut bologna. Yeah, there. Yeah. I'm glad y'all have each other. I know. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lawson's really like, when do we get to the meat of this? <laughs> the meat of this? I don't, I don't even mean to do it. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So he says, another angel gets their wings. Bro. Funeral. Stop. Uh, uh, where have you heard this? Have you heard this in in real life? Oh yes, I just saw it in the movie, like on media. Christmas. The the little bell I rings. Think he's That's talking think about of. when someone dies and oh, they say they're becoming. An angel. Yeah, clarify that because when you sent that, yeah. I was thinking of like, is that it's, it's a, wonderful a wonderful life? life. Yeah, I've, I've never seen a wonderful life. Oh, well, so, a wonderful I'm life. That's probably what will capture okay, well, most people's attention in that. They'll like us. They'll like, you know, think of that movie. Yeah. Well, so I can think of many a many a. Uh, a funeral sermon where I hear someone and it may not, it may not be the pastor, right? It may just be somebody. Well, somebody saying that another angel gets their wings or something of that nature. And it's like, bro, you just haven't gained another angel. Yeah, that that's one, oh, and you'll and I'll see it on the back of trash. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I'll see it on the the theology in it. Oh, right? it's horrible it's because like, you know why the angels that didn't fall didn't fall is because they were sent out as ministering servants, spirits, yeah, to the yeah. elect, right, for and, those who were going to be saved by the gospel. Anyway, right, so this actually goes back to our very first episode. Our very first episode was on cardinals. <laughs> And it's like, this is just another cardinal thing. Yes. It just sounds better, but it's not better. Mm. It's like, you've, you, you're you essentially saying that the ones who bore the image of God when they die, they take on a lesser image. Mm. They got demoted. Yeah. It's like, no, that's mm-hmm. not what happens. Mm-hmm. And you don't, wh- why don't you, yeah, same, why do you do that? same body. So I think this ultimately comes from a misunderstanding of the bodily resurrection. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you understand the bodily resurrection, you're not looking for angels. Yeah, absolutely. And so then you've got, you know, a bajillion little fat baby angels running around and you've embraced and synchronized this pagan concept with Christianity, but it's been Mm. so asceticism, right? Is asceticism the worship of angels? No, we no. had this conversation. Did we? And I always do this. It's Ascet- listed with the worship of angels. Okay, in the but asceticism is yeah. what harming, harming your body. Yeah, that's right. Body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Gnosticism also sometimes will yeah. call will fall into a realm of worshiping of angels. It's like if everyone's floating around up there anyway. <clears> yeah, but why as well be an angel? Yeah, yeah, and it's a terrible understanding, and yeah. un- and cannot be biblically validated in any stretch of the imagination. All right, I, I know that one. I know who said this one. Which one? our producer by the way just by way of housekeeping thank you to 323 Productions big facts I mean this guy is big crushing and killing it he I is. mean thank you thank you thank they you really, it really does sound amazing yeah. I'm looking at him right now and put like an applause I mean they're on Instagram yeah, drop an I'm assuming they're on Facebook <laughs> like them share them it's 323 Woodworks and, and while you're at it folks I mean we love the comments on our Facebook page we love the likes share it 
push it out there. Look, it's Lawson's true. getting tight again. No, I tell, I, so I, it's a mixture of, it always bothers me when people like stuff. Yeah. I'm always like, no, you don't. So it's like when, uh, How dare you lie to other like it, you share it. They'll be like, if you really love our podcast, you'll rate us on iTunes and share us. That's I don't want you to rate say. us. <laughs> Give These us five guys. stars. Yeah. All, All right, right, so this one I think comes from our producer. He said he wanted a whole episode on this one day. He said, "Hey, this is the this is one episode." What is this? Hate the sin, love the sinner. Oh, this is an interesting one. Okay. No, no, I'm not going first this time. In theory, in theory, it's in here, it in can theory, be it good advice. Water. It can be good advice. Yeah. The problem is that it separates the sin from the sinner. Mm. And as R.C. Sproul famously says. Um, God sends the sinner to hell. Mm. Also, um, what's wrong with you people? Also, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> right, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, While he's hooked up on oxygen. <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> yeah, he was. No, I know. Was. I, know, I, know. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's and, feisty all the way to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Goals. Um, the, uh, but, I mean, I grew up hearing that one, and I think it does hold some water, like we should hate the sin and love the sinner. But I've actually heard it argued the opposite direction where if you hate the sin you will inevitably begin to hate the sinner mm. yeah I, I think it was christine kane that i heard make that argument who just by the source you should instantly know just do the opposite of what she says well, i mean to hold that doctrinally sound wouldn't you say it's a demonstration of love to preach the gospel which yes. is to preach god's wrath yes, to the yes, sinner yes. who they yeah. are both their sin and themselves under god's wrath yeah so if we and i so, would say god is angry with them absolutely and so yeah. if we're holding on to the biblical <clears throat> definition of love and we say we'll hate the sin and love the sinner well if, if you're truly loving the sinner then you're going and pleading with them to repent and believe mm -hmm. the gospel mm -hmm. yeah and i think i've always heard it as an argument for like God only has love towards sinners. And I think that's kind of a misunderstanding yeah. of the scriptures as well. I mean, mm. you have like in the Psalms, God abhors evildoers. And mm. uh, John, I'm trying to think, don't chapter and verse. I'm me. not, I'm not. <laughs> don't you uh, dare do it. But like the <laughs> argument of like God abhorring evildoers is true from the it's scriptures. Psalm five. Yeah, Psalm 5. But there's one in John. I mean, he calls John. the Pharisees the sons of the devil. Maybe that's it. Anyway. Where it's like there is some kind of sense in which he can love and mm. and abhor. Yeah, I mean, I think we must always understand, right? It's I think patience these are the and mercy, which yeah. some people call common grace. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, the seminary that gave you a ninety-eight actually teaches that. But go ahead. <laughs> Well, they must not know what he believes. Everybody's score. Don't get an F when you yeah, write about well, common grace. Um, so, <laughs> oh man, I quit. Um, the I totally forgot where I was going. Oh you no, your brain's broken. No, I'm sorry about it. My brothers and my friends. <laughs> Big how I feel right now. Oh my goodness. The various types of God's love. So he has a love for creatures that, that are his creatures just base level, right? But mm. there's there's a distinct love for those who are in Christ, right? Mm -hmm. we, we, we talk about this often as we should. And so like when we say love the sinner, I think we have to be able to say to the sinner in our loving them that God is angry with the wicked every day, mm -hmm. um, that he abhors the evildoer and that we shouldn't be, we shouldn't look at people who are continue, who are continuously in sin. And, you know, I had a conversation about this across the table recently with a, um, 
a lady that we were, Beth and I were at an adoption conference and they began to argue that, well, you know, I, I think we need to love those people. And I said, oh my goodness, I totally agree with that. Mm. But their understanding of loving those people, of loving the sinner mm. was by inviting them in, bringing them to the table, um, giving them all the benefits of the church, mm-hmm. lavishing on them the comforts and the rest of being a Christian, all the while not giving them the gospel and I think giving them the command of Christ, which is repent and believe. Mm-hmm. And I would say, well, and, and I said to this lady, I said, no, 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 you're not loving them. Like mm-hmm. just flat out base level, you, you're you expressing no love for them and you're not expressing the love of God for them mm-hmm. because the love of God would say repent and believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So here's another one, a little thicker. Well, this all is this all is related to this conversation I had at the grocery store. Um, <laughs> the expression of my local church isn't diverse enough. Yeah, I mean, I I wonder could we could we so say here, here's okay, my comment: okay. Is this a softening of the sufficiency of the gospel to do that which God calls good? The gospel does and will be, build a kingdom of every tribe, tongue, and nation. So we soften our faith in the ordinary and sufficient means of the gospel, and we cling to something else, anything really, that will build a diverse unity in the here and now. This, uh, in this, we lose sight of the kingdom as a whole over all generations for eternity. And if the sovereign king says decree this message, why would we herald anything else? Yeah. I think there are churches that aren't diverse enough because they have gathered around something that's not the gospel. Preach. Like... Seeker sensitive, mm-hmm. like we're trying to hit a certain age group, right? And talking mm-hmm. about age diversity and that, like there are churches full of 20 somethings that don't have fathers and grandfathers and children. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, getting it, <laughs> there is a sense in which my church is not diverse enough, could be a sign, like, hey, you need to get out if you're not, if your church isn't gathered around mm-hmm. the true gospel. Mm-hmm. Well, this is where niche churches come in, right? Right. Like your gamer church probably isn't diverse enough. No. A cowboy church, probably not diverse enough. Mm-hmm. When I was in when I was in seminary, I was asked to write a paper on church diversity, and um, I actually wrote the research paper on diversity of age inside of the church. I think at the time I was actually in the process of planting, maybe like I was just starting at uh, Longview Point, and that was something that was regularly mentioned to me. And, and at that point, they were pushing right, hey, you need to be targeting these people, these people, these people. And I was thinking about all the people in my life who have been major benefactors. I mean, not benefactors, sorry. Uh, would that be the right word? Benefactors mm-hmm. of my own life? No, I don't, know, not, maybe. I don't know. They benefited me greatly. Oh, um, yeah. benefactors. benefactors. You're the beneficiary of I'm their I'm the beneficiary of their work. And they're all, they're all, I don't know. Don, this is, is this your realm. Insurance? Like I literally <laughs> just watched. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, but I think about those, those saints who are, 40 years older than me. Yeah. And my goodness, like I'm not the man I am without them. They, mm. they poured into me and they cared for me. And I think when you look at the scriptures, the major emphasis that's commonly mentioned is diversity of age. But even then, I think the point that you make toward the end of that is we don't define the diversity of our church. Mm-hmm. We preach the gospel mm-hmm. and the gospel then brings in a, diver- a diverse people. Mm-hmm. Now that may be ethnic depending on where you are. That may be age. It should be age. It, frankly, I mean, I think it's safe to say that in some capacity it should be both. As we're preaching the gospel, it should, it should do that work. But if you're measuring the health of a church by a secondary uh, effect, then mm-hmm. you're probably going to make a big error and it might reveal some idolatry. Mm-hmm. 
And revelation is as good as done, so we can trust the sovereignty of God yeah. that He is forming yeah. the church of all mm-hmm. of all nations. Absolutely, and that's an understanding of the church universal. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. 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 Uh, because I'm, just as a side note, here, we're not sorry. all there is. No, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. We're not all there is. Right. And as we're making disciples here, there are you know I can oh, like yeah. I said I can drop pins everywhere around DeSoto County. That Millions the same. of active believers yeah. in their local church doing the exact exactly. same exactly. And yeah. I'm thinking like those guys, those guys in Africa or in Argentina or Colombia mm-hmm. or wherever else on the planet, they're mm-hmm. doing that same work, and that's mm-hmm. always been a part of the mission of God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we because we're so global now. Mm-hmm. It's like well, we have to have people from every ethnicity inside of our church, and it's like. It's never been that way. Right. Um, and so. All right. So the next one is, I'm struggling with insert nice word for sin here. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the word affair. What I hate mean? the word affair. I oh, hate hearing. Oh, I see what you're saying. I hate hearing. It's like luck. I had an affair. <laughs> and I'm like, like, was it luck. black tie? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you committed adultery. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I hate that word. <laughs> was it black tie? <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time I hear that stuff, it's like, but the whole purpose is to make it palatable. Yeah. So the other day, I'm sorry, oh gosh, you sent me on go. a tirade. Mm. So the other day, I'm listening to this guy <laughs> preach. Your kids, your wife. <laughs> and at the end of the sermon, look, he has been, his text was on sin. Mm. Just was. That man called it stupidity. He called it ignorance. He wow. called it foolishness. He mm. called it anything but sin. Wow. I'm telling you, he did not say the word sin once. And I look back at Beth, and Beth's like, you're very red. And I'm like, I'm furious my name is orange fury <laughs> because because it's like you, you keep demeaning sin and and all it's doing is telling people they need a counselor instead of christ mm. and it's like no they don't need a counselor they need to repent mm-hmm. and so when you call things affairs and you replace them, i mean like mm. affair is a much better word mm. it is adultery is really strong fornication mm. like <laughs> i remember hearing that word for the first time and going Ugh, right like it feels bad mm. um but yeah, I, just, I th- yeah. so one of my <laughs> we may span the uh, <laughs> the spectrum here of like <laughs> pet peeves, terrible memes, uh, Christianisms, cliches. But it's when somebody like gets in a group and they're like telling you who you are, like who they are, like within. It, it, normally, it's context, you know, church. Yeah, yeah. And it's always identifying themselves mm. with like a past sin. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, you know, I, I about ruined my family, you know, because I had a major addiction to, you know what I'm saying? It's like whatever, yeah, whatever it was. It yeah. And it's like the whole time I'm like looking in that situation, I'm like, man, how, like, how terrible for the people that like are that family, you know, that they're represented as a whole by like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know why that always bothers me like right, it's like yeah. you've been freed from well, that. don't live there yeah like don't yeah. don't live in defeat and then don't continue to shame your fan you know mm-hmm. bring shame on your family that, by, like, yourself, yeah, by, yourself. by your past sin well, like, there's that beautiful verse for freedom christ to set you free certainly and it's like live in the light yeah, of that go, freedom. go enjoy that freedom yeah, yeah you're yeah. a saint it's like shame reproach all that right. stuff begins to evaporate and vanish mm-hmm. in the light of christ's mm-hmm. work and I thought Living you were that. talking about, this is one of my pet peeves, is to say you're struggling with the sin, but really you're just mean you're giving into it a lot. Uh, like submitting to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, my other one is, this one has nothing to do with Christianisms, but I covered this one with uh, Lawson the other day. But it does have something to do with the church, because I do believe specifically we own this, and it's ours. 
marriage. And this belongs to us. <laughs> I married my best friend. Oh, uh, you, you, you did this in the <clears throat> yeah, in, in the, the parlor. parlor Sunday. No, you didn't. Y'all didn't marry your best friend. <laughs> you, you may ma- have married your best friend, yeah. but it's your wife or your husband now. That's a demotion, which, which is, is a, a totally title. different office. Yeah, and title. What's funny is Don calls me and and he tells Beth to hush in the background because Beth's talking to me and this is the way that we interact with each other's families. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, I said I looked at Beth because I knew that this was a pet peeve. I said, "You're my best friend." And Don like, oh. says, "You stop it! You stop it!" And then Beth starts shouting back, "He is my best friend. Yeah, I married my best friend." And then, and then finally, Don, I put Don on speakerphone, and he gave her the spiel. And Beth has this face that that's like, "Oh, he's right." Yeah, because I said pretty much like you're demeaning him. Yeah, and she was like, "Because you're not seeing her right now, but she's got this look yeah. where she kind of cocks her head and yeah. is like, yeah, you he's win. Right. Yeah, you win. That's it." <laughs> All right, so the next one is we're just really busy right now, so getting to church is hard. I don't prioritize church is how that's actually translated. Yeah, people do what they want to do. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's so true. No, I mean, it's true. That had to be said to me, not about church, but about other things, like a a time in my life, and it just stuck with me. Like, you're going to do what you want to do. Well, like doing youth ministry, I had, I always had students be like, you know, I just don't have time to read my Bible. And and I'll never forget the two kids that said this to me. I knew them very well. They were incredible, like highly ranked uh, players of a certain uh, video uh, game. Okay. And I said, no, you don't have any time. That's crazy. (laughs) And I said, it's crazy because like, I know that you play tournaments and you've got like three, you play at least three games every night before you go to bed. And those are like an hour each. <laughs> and, and so they're just like the light bulb goes. I was like, oh, we have time. So it's like, the, yeah. In the discussion of making this episode, it was going to be the scorched earth episode. How, <laughs> how do you like your earth? I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> just keep that Fried in mind. like my bologna. <laughs> I like it burnt. <laughs> <laughs> like my bologna. <laughs> Loki, I do like my bologna burnt. I do. I like it in the pan and then you cut the edges yes. and you do the X in the middle. Yes. Ah! And then you put the cheese on top. Oh, oh. And you go mustard mayo yeah, on, on the sandwich. On the sandwich. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Literally never had that. Bailey what? cooks it like mm-hmm. that. He cooks it, stars it, cuts it, and then drenches it in barbecue sauce oh. and puts it. He does a double. Scoops it out of the pan and eats it on toast. Ooh. Oh, I get that. Like crunchy. Yeah, got some crunch okay. to it. I, was like, I, I could, don't get it. I've I, never had it. I can't knock it. I like the soft better, but I can get it. Yeah, I want the soft bread and the cheese and All the right. mayo, the mustard. Gosh, I'm hungry. Uh, all right. Next one. How do I become an elder here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is from Lawson. Uh, uh, talk about it. <laughs> I want to leave. Did you think I was going to delete that one? I forgot that I told you that one. Y'all, do not go into a church, period, and walk in and say, how do I become an elder here? Do you know what you've just said to anybody Mm. here? Is I care nothing about serving here. (laughs) I care nothing about serving here. Put me on the platform. I mean, that's what you're saying. I'm telling you, I have had coffee with people. Yeah, the three of us are constantly looking for an exit. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have to? It's like, like, (laughs) when you come in asking for it, (laughs) it's like, nope. I have had coffee with more people that come for a month and they'll be like, hey, uh, so I've got a seminary degree. I'm like, cool, sweet. Um, and they're like, well, how do I, how do I become an elder here? I'm like, well, 
you can stay for 10 years for about, yeah. for about <laughs> three to four years love the congregation well um uh, i mean disciple train do all those things and then whenever it's time for um for, for we feel the need for another elder we'll go out and we'll look some look for somebody and maybe the lord will lead us to you but I mean, I'll be honest with you. We've got a lot of qualified men here. And it's Immediate like, next move and like, is dip. No, one hundred percent of the time. I know this. I've never had anyone ask me that question and stay. Here, pull up your Google Maps. I can show you several churches you can go try. Right, right. And, and you know what's funny? Anyone that I'm going to send them to, they're going to look at them and be like, mm mm, mm mm. Anyway, and, all right. And, yeah. Okay. Speaking of baloney. This man has threaded this way the more first time. Did y'all know the first time homosexuality is addressed in the Bible was when it was translated Stop. that way in 1964? Uh, I just get it off. I your think chest. this is an accidental this was one. Actually, argued to me like two months, two weeks yeah. ago. Well, you were talking about this person at yes. the conference that you were at earlier. I could not in believe the it. I episode. could not believe it because it is the most ignorant argument that literally can come out of any human being's mouth. Yeah, because there's so nothing in the Old Testament because, about it. Right. No, nor, nor did you know that words had meanings before the English language was, was, was uh, invented? I thought he was going to have a come apart. He's Y'all, he was, right now. He was texting us. Dur- I think it was during the debate no, or at it was after. debate. It was after. Like he was needing was therapy. Like, I was like <laughs> patting his forehead with a towel. The first thing I asked when this happened. I text him. You know what I text him? Don't worry, bro. You got a 98. <laughs> you did not. You didn't know that then. It's not a, that's not true. That's not true. That's just an narrative. <laughs> but but I, you know, I looked at Beth. Then he was like, you're right. I looked at, I looked I at Beth afterward boy. and I said, did I handle that okay? She said, oh, I thought you handled it way better than I expected you to. <laughs> like, was like, that's moment, such an underhanded compliment. I know, do under- your emotions escalate and does she, is she able to see that in so, you? See, that's what, my what issue. Like, this grab one. your arm. Yeah. Stop. Julie's always Sorry like, does that to me. we need to leave now. So what most people don't. I have to I have to work so I've got my heart rate like goes through the roof your Apple Watch like warning you I told you this this actually happened to to me this actually happened to me so I was having a conversation over something that was serious and my watch said you're sitting still and your heart rate is too high for you to be sitting still because I get I do I get amped I can I normally can control that but I had to learn that that was hard work Um, but with that conversation, I mean, that I, I could not believe this is recently like a TikTok argument, essentially for yeah. against homosexuality. Somebody made a documentary about it. Oh goodness! TikTok it, is the king of narratives over truth. Oh, so. big facts. And so this, we should have him on our podcast. TikTok, yeah, just have TikTok All on our podcast. <laughs> um, Call YouTube into film. But, <laughs> but in this, but this, but this whole argument <laughs> takes the takes the way that we translate uh, the word arsenokoites. If I think if I said oh. that correctly, um, somebody's going to rail me Rails for that pronunciation. But which is a word, Abdullah, which oh is God. a word that that makes clear. It's indicting both the passive and the active partner of homosexuality. Oh. I looked at her and I said, if we were to understand that in pictorial form, mm-hmm. we, we would not be able to show right, it, right? Yeah. The word had meaning long before it, any English guy said homosexuality. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but that, that is a normative argument now. Yeah. And I, it actually amazes me. I didn't that even know that was way. an argument. Yeah, it's I've heard it a like, couple times on Twitter. Crazy. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's pretty popular on Twitter. You just wonder what's happened to the human brain where an argument like that can be accepted. Uh, Suppression of Paul truth. Paul Washer said, we're stupid people. Hmm. I mean, all right. I Thanks, Paul. 
Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Did he actually say that? I didn't. Yeah, he was talking about how, like, in the past, like, fit, like fifth oh, graders we could are do a stupid people. Fifth graders could do like what adults do now. Oh, like, I believe that. Hundreds yeah. of years yeah. ago, yeah. it's like we're we've just dumbed ourselves yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. The next one is doing the Lord's work. When Did you're do not really doing, I just connected with uh, doing life together. <laughs> I hate that so much. I'm sorry if you say it. I love you. Uh, please stop. <laughs> every every uh, every family pastor right now is like, man, that's been my whole thing. Shit. Yeah, man, we're just doing life together. It's like, no, you're just you're just living your life. Like, just stop. <laughs> sorry. So this came up. It was like. <laughs> There doing was a, the Lord's work. Is it was like, yeah, yeah, so we were having some difficulty with personnel for the youth on Wednesday, and you text back and was like, look, man, we'll just be a normal youth group. We'll go, like, do water, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll do water balloons and play, <laughs> play freeze tag outside for an hour, and I go, doing the Lord's work. And I went, oh, that's one. one. Putting it down. So I was telling Julie about it, and she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's like having a carnival and, like, giving away an iPad at the end. And like never mentioning anything. She's like, I get it. Like I get that there's 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 sometimes an ability to interact yeah, yeah, yeah. and bring people together, but like yeah. totally absent from any yeah. like gospel hearted ministry. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, it's like, the same thing as just like going and eating without ever mentioning the Lord and calling it discipleship. Mm, true. You Big know what we call facts. that? We call what? that bait and switch marketing. <laughs> we right. just have forgotten to switch. But that's the natural progression of the seeker sensitive movement because this is literally the conversation I had earlier this week. It's like literally. Um obviously. It's like, obviously. In actuality. Um, in actuality. At the end of the day, I mean, that is um, a conversation. Give us the <laughs> in conclusion. Um the 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 biggest issue with uh, the seeker sensitive movement is they always promote it as a bait and switch and they've brought all these people in with bait and if they switch they lose all their money mm. because it's like so you, stuck now. you win them to what you win them with as james white often club. says mm. all right so the next ones are from the office of mercy hill minister of memes you oh, may know him <laughs> I'm quite familiar with he several sent names me a on this catalog. This podcast. No, he didn't. Did he really? Oh, over the years. Oh, and you okay. know I don't delete text messages. He sent me and several. You never text them back, so it's just a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go to info and then go to photos, and I have the catalog there yeah. for people that have iPhones that are normal human beings. Like you'll know what I'm talking yeah. about. All the Samsung, Android, yeah. aliens. <laughs> That's a shot at our producer. <laughs> we have a text message about this sh- podcast, and it's like. God, it's on SMS text. <laughs> <laughs> Why? We haven't reached the point where we have we have phones just for the show yet. <laughs> yes. One day, maybe. My show phone? Yeah, one day, maybe. Uh, our Patreon membership's only $1,000 a week. <laughs> so a week. Fun. All right, this one is a picture that was circulating the internet, and it says the Bible, and it says under there, it says, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the, pra- and the prayers. Below that, it says evangelicals, and there's a post. It says, man church is happening on Sunday night from 6 to 8 p.m. We'll have fire pits, catering, ATVs, a gun showcase. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, and of course, worship and teaching. Make sure you're registered to join the epic night of man stuff. (laughs) And it's called man church. I don't I don't like an epic night of man stuff. I don't like it. I don't even know how to comment. Like is that uh 
Uh, oh, are no, we gonna name names? Sh- no, okay. we are not. We are not. I know exactly which one that is. We are not naming names. <laughs> we are not naming names. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. Did the minister send it to you too? Yes, I did. <laughs> Put it on the line, didn't he? He probably did. <laughs> he probably did. All right, the next one is not from him, but another interaction, and it's a Christian cliche. It says, God will never give me more than I can handle. Oh. <sighs> Thorn in the flesh. Seriously. All right, who wants that one? You want me to read the Bible verse? Sure. It says, the Bible truth against that is we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that mm-hmm. we despaired of life itself. I will say, I think this one is make is gaining ground as being phony baloney. Yeah. Phony baloney. I agree. More people are, are coming to grips with the fact that this is trash. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah, and I think, I mean, so looking at it from maybe a, a, just a, a perspective from inside of the church, you look at people in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And you see them go through things that are just absurdly difficult. And you think things like, I could never do that. And, and for some reason, we're quick to look at that and say, oh, well, that person's strong. So since that person's strong, God gave it to them because mm-hmm. they're going to be able to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like... No, that's not what we're saying. Mm. It's that that person is depe- is in the midst of that situation saying, I'm perplexed unto death, mm. and so I'm going to cast myself on Christ who is sufficient. Mm. That's another one. God gives his biggest trials to his strongest servants or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. Mm. God. <laughs> uh, I hate it. I hate so it so terrible. much. Yeah. What just sets you up for like easy believism? It's like the first sign of trouble comes. It's like, I don't know, man. I mean, provided we suffer with him. Yeah, the, the, clearly, the, yeah, clearly in the pages of scripture. Well, I mean, I heard something. I heard something today, even of someone saying, "Ah, we're going to get to this one." I know we are. So I'll okay. wait. It's kind of like in pastoral ministry. A lot of times, guys would think, "Like, man, I'm getting into some difficulty, and so it's time to bolt." Oh, where yeah. The scriptures are actually like. I think Paul is like. He says at one point, like, we're experiencing some hardship and, like, some people are coming against us, so I need to stay. Mm. It's, like, the exact opposite mm. of that whole, you know, mm. he'll never give you more. Well, it's, handle. like, the cultural, I mean, I, I think we've said this on a prior episode. It's, like, people who are struggling in their marriages and it's difficult. Yeah. It's, like, the world says, oh, you deserve happiness. Yeah, jump you know, ship. jump. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's a refiner's fire. Yeah. And, <laughs> get and in there and get smoked. And you're supposed to stay there. Smolted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, not only are you supposed to stay there, it seems pretty blatantly clear that you're commanded to stay there mm-hmm. um, under very rare circumstances, right? Or very, very specific circumstances. Is that not the case? Mm-hmm. But even then, it's not necessarily best. Mm-hmm. But the idea that you're never going to go through things that are going to cast you onto Christ, I think if we really did buy that, we would have to assume that God was less gracious than he actually is. Mm-hmm. Because you see all throughout the Psalms, you see David and saying, praise the Lord for the afflictions that have come. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's glad to have those trials and tribulations because they, they really do drive him to the Lord. And, you know, to borrow from Spurgeon, you know, we've learned to kiss the wave that cast me on the rock of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when do you go? Do you, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I need the things that are like, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have the ability to do this. Mm-hmm. And if I never had those moments then mm-hmm. I would probably flee to him far less frequently than I do. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good place to be. Mm-hmm. All right, your next one is, your talent is God's gift to you. You ready for this? That's a new one. What you do with it is your gift back to God. Blink, blink, blink. 
This is from the Minister of Memes. So just like a misunderstanding of the parable of the talents? I don't know. Here's the picture. Oh, it's it's a poster. It's a poster. Of course, it's a guy on a bike. Of, of course. course. This, yeah. What gift could we bring him? Yeah, who gives a gift to him that he might be repaid? Be he delights in a contrite spirit. <clears throat> yeah. Bring your sin and that's all. The <laughs> To borrow from last night's uh, discussion. But what? Tom. From Tom, Tom Wilcox. Wilcox. Tom last night assumes that our oh, audience. I'm sorry. Last night, the last men's uh, st- book study, pamphlet, pamphlet study that we did. Um, we <laughs> made said it they read a page we and a half. It. it was literally <laughs> it was a page there. and a half. And you it was an there. excellent conversation. You ask anybody who was here. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. You stop it. Um <laughs> But I do think there's a there's a a redeemable and I'm I try to be like I would like to understand this in a way that's maybe profitable is like no well you don't need to think about it like a debtor's mentality right right but we do need to think about it like you know what it's true in the sense that I want to live my life to the glory of mm-hmm. God and so yeah. any 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 gifts talents treasures mm-hmm. time whatever it mm-hmm. may be I want to be able to be redeemed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your spiritual act of this worship. This is your spiritual act of worship, yeah. yeah. And that goes everything. Let's take 1 Corinthians 10, 31. But I think yeah. in that vein, it's like you're doing it, or this is how probably Yeah, look it, at, absolutely. There he's saying, yeah. look at me. Look at me and look yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm Yeah. It's like, I feel God when I run. Sorry. It's chariots of fire thing. All right. Here's the next one. So this one <laughs> is a tattoo on somebody's arm. No, don't, don't. Don't. It's happening. Don't do it. It's happening. I didn't send you this one. No. Nope. Don't. Can I see it? <laughs> I saw this one in the wild recently. The tattoo. So, I saw it at a Judas Chipotle. T-O-O. This is what gets me. That's what Lawson's got right there on his... Stop it. Stop. <laughs> I would saw your arm off. I would saw my own arm off. <laughs> All right, here's what I don't even hold you down. You'd be like preaching with one arm. Everyone has that one embarrassing tattoo. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me, let me, can I read the commentary on this, on this thing? It says, it says, uh, Jesus knows he is going to be betrayed. He knows it is Judas who will turn against him. He knows that he has, uh, sold Jesus out for a handful of silver, stabbed him in the back. He, who he has had his life poured into. Hours before death of Jesus, Judas ate too. Jesus fed G- Judas too. Jesus prayed for Judas too. Jesus washed J- Judas's feet too. I struggle to fathom that kind of love, a love that would feed the mouth and wash the feet of the very one who deceived you. I honestly struggle to comprehend it, and then I realize I'm Judas. I'm so thankful and overwhelmed that Judas ate too. I'm like, bro. Judas ate kind of that just say, that's like worms coming out of I know, but, but, th- but think about the pagan who reads this oh it feels really good that's the whole thing it's like oh if 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 jesus prayed for and fed judas and the major thing there it seems is they're arguing that he ate of the table Mm -hmm. of the lord's table when Mm -hmm. it was established by my reading of john i'm not so sure that took place um people disagree on that that's fine but for me when you read that regardless of its factual or not it's a right? bad it's the take. disposition it's of a bad Jesus in relationship to judas yeah. and like, you don't really want to be judas no not it, at all it's like he's literally a son of perdition yes. so like when you call yourself like oh i'm judas too it's like oh you're a son of perdition now repent and believe the gospel is where i normally mm-hmm. want to go right, with that yeah, like, mm-hmm. you can be barabbas yeah yeah you, 
I mean, there's a there's a lot of good options, yeah. and Judas is not one of them. But I, but I think there's I think there's like big picture characters in Scripture that like if I want to find my identity prior to Christ, it's going to be an Adam. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right? It's like understanding federal headship, yeah. understanding that. Like I believe that's a biblical doctrine. Yeah. It's like he transferred me from that kingdom, yeah. and if not for the grace of God. There go I. Yeah, exactly. But thank be to thanks be to God in Christ who He redeemed yeah. me from the curse of the law. But it's like you know I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to align myself and identify with Cain. No, no, uh, no. Uh, with uh, who was the guy that led Israel astray in the wilderness? Um, uh, the Nimrod? false prophet. No, the uh, false prophet. Um, Balaam. Israel. Balaam. Yeah, it's like I mm, don't want to identify with him. There's just like these pictures, yeah. and it's like to me, Judas is one of those. It's like. He commits suicide in the end, and like his and guts spill out, and, and, and it's like and he's cast into hell in yeah, the eternity. Like, that's where the yeah, major like, thing is. It's, you know, this is where there's we're like, no hope for him. No, there is none, and so that's the and the, it's like Esau. Yes, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't want to be identified with Esau no. either. Who, who Before saw, they had done either good or bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and but the thing that always gets me about this is what I see, and I see this all over the internet. Come Easter, this is when it comes up. Oh, really? All over the internet on yeah. Easter. And I, watch, and I watch people that I graduated high school with post this. And I, and I mean, like, one, one or two of them I've messaged. And I've said, listen, I, I'm sorry, I can't. And, but, but the major thing for me is they're trying to find comfort and rest in the fact that the son of perdition was betrayed and that Jesus tolerated him. Through that, through his earthly ministry, yeah, up until he was the point of his the betray- money bag. he was stealing from the money bag because he was greedy. Yeah, he was always the son of the devil in perdition, and so like you know, the statement there, the devil would enter into him. It's like it had been there. Mm-hmm. Like he, like it's not. It's not that all of a sudden now. It's like the idea, the concept of betraying him for money has now been brought to mm-hmm. fruition, right? Mm-hmm. But the idea of identifying with Judas is, I mean. I, I don't think that really anybody in the in their right mind says, yeah, I'm like Judas. And I mean, if there's an identifier, I think in John, for instance, you have it in Barabbas and you have it in Peter. But Judas, I mean, you have it in the leper who I, Jesus you have it, touched. I mean, yeah. I mean, take me everywhere. Yeah, you yeah. have the blind man that gets res- yeah. retained as eat. The guy that gets in the pool, the Bethesda. I mean, yeah. I mean, you. I mean, yeah. the the tax collectors, the sinners. Yeah. I mean, all of that. But mm-hmm. I don't want to be the Pharisees. I don't want to be Judas. Yep. Right. You can tell me anywhere else in there, <laughs> and I'm good. Um, all right. So yeah. the uh, the minister said, bury it into the ground, dig it up, set it on fire, <laughs> and then cast its ashes into the into the Thames. Thames River? Thames. Thames. Yeah. Thames. 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 I know I wasn't saying that right. Yeah. Thames. What, wait, what is it? That picture. <laughs> that picture. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, been, like, he's been on. That, that has crossed my uh, SMS text he, timeline he hates a couple it. of and, times. And, and in all fairness, like when I, when I saw it in the wild, like I literally saw this tattooed on a woman's arm and I about had to come apart. It just, it break. It, it, so it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Because you don't understand the love of God in Christ. Yeah. Like that's that's where I ultimately am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What about global missions not rooted in the centrality of the local church? Oh wow, that's not an ism. <laughs> we got super deep. What? <laughs> that's a thick cut of baloney. <laughs> it is. You know, it's like. Did you listen to my conversation I had earlier this no. week? No. This is like the whole thing. I Are guess I just struggle with like, like Christian ministry, mm. like not. 
not as a function of the local church. Yeah. You know, it's like we go on like street ministry or whatever, but like, you know, sh- spreading the gospel, but that there's no church for discipleship yeah. upon receiving the gospel. Yeah, and it's so, just inviting people to go astray. Mm, so yeah. I want to keep them you go ahead, sorry. accountable. No, that's all I got. I think any good ministry le- leads to the local church. Mm. And if it doesn't lead to the local church, it probably wasn't good ministry. Mm-hmm. Because the purpose of making disciples is to make disciples. Um, you know, the distinction between disciple and convert is really, it shouldn't be a vast distinction, but in our language it is. We think about a disciple as one who's actually following the Lord. We think of a convert as one who was once repented and believed at a revival or something of that nature. For instance, I know many people who would say that they are that they are a um, that they that they are a Christian that they've been converted, but there's no disciple in them, and that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a misunderstanding of the Great Commission. The Great Commission mm-hmm. says baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that the Lord Jesus commanded. Well, mm-hmm. where has that teaching been entrusted? Mm-hmm. It's been entrusted to the local church, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's not to demean and to faithful men. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. not to demean the day to day ministry and discipleship of every member of a local congregation. Right. But like, what's the heart cry of someone you've, like, like if you, I mean, you know this, like you've seen someone come to know the Lord and as you've seen them come to know the Lord, like the, like your dream is that they would embed themselves in a local church mm-hmm. and flourish there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, th- I can think of men, like a conversation I had the other day is like, man, the thing that thrills my soul more than anything else is not that you told me once that you had believed the gospel. That thrills me. Praise the Lord for that. But there's evidence in your life today that it's actually come mm-hmm. to it's, it's happening, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're following him, you're obeying, you love him, you delight in the congregation. That's, I think, the true measure of of missions and evangelism. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we distinguish those two, mm-hmm. but in both of them, the mm-hmm. central theme is build the church. So I was thinking about these Christianisms and the cliches and the terrible memes. I think all of it is like it's rooted in diluting the word of God. I agree. You know, it's like mm. taking the strong portion that's poured and then just adding, not even water to it. It's like poison. Yeah. I mean, I think it might be a simple way to think about it. This is a bad <laughs> idea that I did once. I was using, I was speaking on the Lord's table. This is a long, long time ago. It's a long, long time ago. It was like at least a year ago. Blake and I are <laughs> tensing up. <laughs> yeah, but I, I talked about the way that many people look at the Lord's table and they would dilute the the fruit of the vine with water or with whatever else it may be. And I think we do that with, um, I use it as an illustration is why I'm saying that it breaks my heart that I did this. That you used an illustration? I lit in, well, <laughs> <laughs> I had an actual cup is what I'm saying. I had a cup and I was pouring uh, water. Uh, this is back in the day. Isn't that what they do? Like it, anyway. If you could just stop, it would be great. <laughs> but, but I think, it, but I think there's, there's truth to it. It's like we, we add water to it. We may try to make it more palatable, less strong. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, to your point anyway. Hmm. All right. Did I miss anything? Probably, but. Yeah. I mean, there's like a whole article out there. There's a lot of like, Lawson, is your, is your mind clear? Good? Are you good? Are you going to sleep well tonight? I don't know. I did want to talk about isms we have here that. that oh, you I wanted to like make it winsome at the end? 
Huh? Well, I was I was just going to say, like, I think that there are some good phrases oh, lay it on that us. have made their way into this the is Christian your church. The conclusion has not so, come. So, like, for, for Mercy Hill, like, <laughs> I, we, we worked on sentences that were meant to oh, um, yeah. to build up the church. Like, yeah, one of them struck me, hard. like, <laughs> years later. And Lawson's like, oh, yeah. Dude, your epiphanies are so <laughs> frustrating. Oh, I Yes. Well, what is it? I've probably forgotten. Was it? Yeah. Was it theological? It was our measures. It, yeah. Oh yeah, you were like, bro, that's good. It's like, <laughs> yes, it's been the thing for since literally it started. Been weaving it into sermons for four years, <laughs> and it's and it's. <laughs> so we we incur- one of the phrases we use is suffer well. Mm-hmm. We want saints to suffer well to the glory of God. And we want them to understand that suffering is going to come. And when it does come, they can do it in a way that is pleasing to the Lord and encouraging to the saints around them. Um, plod we, is another one. Plod. We use plod a lot, which is just faithful, ordinary obedience. And I think we use ordinary obedience a mm, lot. Maybe that's better. Um, which is just, you know, and I talk to young men about this all the time. They're always looking for something extraordinary. They're always mm. looking for, oh, I want to do something great for the Lord. And it's like, great. Um, be a faithful member of the local church, get married, have children, and work to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something extraordinary, do that, and mm-hmm. you will be pleasing to the Lord, I can assure you. Um, uh, the measures that we have are things like we want people to grow in knowledge of God and steadfast love and in faithfulness. In this that, is the one. Yeah, this. Yeah, I'll never I forget. Just didn't want to steal he's like, he's like, <laughs> knowledge of God, steadfast love, and faithfulness. That's the way it works. It's really and I'm like, good. exactly. You systematized it. <laughs> <laughs> I just flipped Hosea four one, um, and uh, and so you know those are those are things that I think are um, are just markers. I mean, I, I can I can probably think of some more like even though certainly it's co-opted, which is there's always more grace in Christ than there is sin in you. Um, but there are refrains that we use. Yeah. And those refrains, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know about like, I'm, I'm a believer in Piper's statement of men normally are not changed by paragraphs, but by sentences. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. so like there are sentences that have stuck with me forever. Yeah. And that's why these idioms or these, these sayings, I think need to be assaulted from time mm-hmm. to time because they need to be replaced by something better. Well, and then on Sundays, you know, we always exalt the sung word, the yeah. preached word, yeah. mm-hmm. that the spirit would accompany the word and the word never returns void and so it's just always casting yourself on the sufficiency of the ordinary means of god's grace within his people which one day this this was a weird moment for me one day i was standing up here and i was where sorry in the pulpit and i was in the studio and i was saying (laughs) i was saying what i say or blake says every time we stand in the pulpit which is this is the only infallible rule of faith and practice blake and i have a little bit of a difference in it Mm -hmm. um, of the christian life it's truth with no mixture of error right and as I'm saying it, I'm looking out and I'm and I've watched. Wow, like, there it is. There's the delusion. What? It is truth with a mixture of error. Like these isms. Okay. I was like, wait the a Bible's minute. Not. Different. Yeah, different. yeah. I'm just saying like, that, like, that's conversation. The, with a mixture of error. <laughs> yeah. Um but I but as I was but as I was looking out, I noticed that there were four or five church members mouthing it. Oh. And I, I thought, am I that predictable? Yeah. yeah. And then I thought, good, mm-hmm. because that's built in mm-hmm. like those, like if they can cite that with, they can quote that with me. Mm-hmm. That means that they're hearing and have mm-hmm. in their minds a profession of what the Bible actually mm-hmm. is that will, mm-hmm. that I think will ground them in the midst of difficulty yeah, from time certainly. to time. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Mm. So in conclusion, mm. I have a Bible verse. I'm excited. Which one is it? 
Jude one three. Oh, beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to yes. the saints. Oh, I'd like to thank my fellow elders Lawson Harlow and Blake McCullough <laughs> for the time spent today. My baloney brothers and my friends, Godspeed. Godspeed. Godspeed.